What's good guys, welcome back to the show. Just like Eric Bischoff, I'm back. Better than ever. Not really. Had to make myself sound good at some point. Might as well be now. <laughs> Just throwing out a short little extra video like I will do from time to time. I'm going to touch on the NXT title match that's coming up. Uh, Four-man Iron Man match to determine a new uh, NXT champion since poor Karrion Cross had to vacate due to a separated shoulder. Um, it's not going to be a long video, it's only going to be short, not going to be an hour and 40 something like I did the other day, apologies for that, but, um, yeah, I'm going to give my thoughts on who I think will win or, and why I think they might win, um, but yeah, and I'm going to touch on 60 minute matches or just long matches in general a little bit, just to give this a little bit of length, not too much, but. I will ramble a little bit, but, so I'll apologize in advance, but, um, yeah, you look at the four guys in this match, and it's an interesting one, you got, uh, Johnny Gargano, whose initial and only run champion lasted 57 days, yes, 57 days, um, and as someone who's been the cornerstone of a brand, to me, that's not a lot, um, so for that reason, I think Johnny, if they chose him to win, would be, I'd be happy with that. Especially with a heel run of Gargano. Because, um, you know, he's a company guy first and foremost. Like, he's, when he won it initially, he had the Champa story. You know, it went on and on and on. And then it was obviously meant to end at TakeOver New York with him beating Champa. But Champa had to give it up. And then, you know, he still won the title beating Cole in you know, two out of three falls. But, you know, what was meant to be the end of a story ended up being the start of a story. As he would go on and have amazing matches with Cole. But after 57 days, he would lose the title to a man that would then go on to hold it for 400 plus. So... You got Adam Cole who hasn't been there half as long as Gargano, but he's held it for a hell of a lot longer than Gargano. But I digress. So, from that notion, if Gargano was to win, was booked to win this, I wouldn't mind. I'd be happy with that. For the fact that I think he deserves a longer run as the main man. Um. You've got Adam Cole, 400 plus days as champion. He was, he's arguably the best NXT champion in history. Um, no one has held anywhere close to that. There's been two-time champion. Adam Cole is a one-time NXT champion holding it for 403 days. I don't care what company we That's amazing. That's really bloody good. <clears throat> so... And with what went on with McAfee, he could potentially turn the guy face. He could now be a face, I don't actually know. Um, and you could maybe have the UE turn on him at some point, because personally the UE to me is a little bit stale. Um, but at no point during Cole's reign did I think he was stale. I sometimes thought... Oh, maybe he could lose it, maybe he couldn't, but 
at no point did I think he has to lose now. His reign is boring, it's bland, it needs to change, blah blah blah. I never thought that. Um So if Cole was to go on another run and potentially fuse like a Roddy Strong or a Kyle O'Reilly when UE turn on him, I'd be fine with that. I would have no drama in the world. Um Ben Bella held it for two hundred and ninety two days. Um, before Cole was the longest reigning NXT champion in the brand's history. Um, lost it in unceremonious circumstances. Not as bad as Champa. Didn't have to give it up, but lost it at a live event. But personally, that was a bit so they could sort of hot shot him up to the main roster four months later. And then, we all know, he became the inaugural Universal Champion. Which, like Champa, he had to give up due to an injury. And ironically, due to a separated shoulder, like Karrion Cross had to give it up to, to injury. But, um, yeah, that was the the old Finn Bella, if you will. The, <clears throat> the demon slash happy-go-lucky Finn Bella. Now you've got the, the pseudo-hybrid New Japan WWE Finn prince character um i'm not a huge bella fan never have been but look at the end of the day he's the most um recognizable from a casual fan point of view that in this match um cole gargano and champa are probably your more hardcore fan base yeah bella being on the main roster being Wrestlemania before won titles at Wrestlemania before he's probably the most known to the casual fan <clears throat> and going on a Tuesday night unopposed he's probably the safest bet um and then lastly you've got Tommaso Ciampa man who never actually lost the title um, his reign was, what, 237 days, something like that? Yeah, 237-day reign um, that never actually ended. Ended because he gave the title up due to his neck being pre-shagged. Um, so, much like you had Reigns regaining the Universal title at Payback after never technically losing it, you could have the same thing with Tommaso Ciampa. Um whether that happens remains to be seen, and Chamber will have to do a lot more work than Reigns did. But if Chamber was booked to win, I would also have no problem with that. And to me, that is the best part about this match. Four men that have all been champions before. Don't know who's going to win. You can sit here and say, oh, I think Finn will probably win, or... Uh, you can't definitively sit there and say, this person's going to win. Because you just don't know. You just don't know. But, you know, you, you could have Gargano win, go on this heel run, become this real chicken shit heel that he doesn't want to defend it against anyone. You know, similar to Triple H in the sort of 2000s. You know, didn't really want to defend it. Only defended it when he absolutely had to. And then people would tune in 
because they continually wanted to see him lose. Just wanted to see him get his ass kicked. That's why they tuned in. I reckon if you book Gargano in a similar way, I reckon it could work. Really reckon it could work. Um, as I said, if Adam Cole was booked to win, I reckon you could have the UE turn on him at some point. And then he could, yeah, have matches with Roddy Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. And then you could balloon it from there or branch it or however you want to do. I'd have no problems with Adam Cole being champion. None at all. Um, Finn Balor, if he was to win, you'd probably book him... He's probably a tweener at this point in time, which gives you flexibility, but you just book him as Finn Balor, defender at any point against anyone, does not care. That's probably your best bet for the brand moving forward because that's the champion that Cross was probably going to be. Because Cross, big brooding guy. I don't really care who I fight, I just want to fight. And I think Balor would be very similar. Um, you can book Valor, Valor, very similar. He just doesn't care. He just turns up, fights whoever he's booked against, and that's it. And they, they don't normally put him in these personal grudge rivalry type things, um, but they could. But, and they don't bring a lot of his personal life into it, which is good. Stay that way. Um... Yeah, the Silver Chumper never lost the title. So if they went that route, I'd be okay with it. But I prefer Chumper to win it off a feud where he's chased it for a bit and then wins it, being this real aggressive, brooding guy. I never lost it, it's mine, blah, blah, blah. Because he got his edge back last week with that attack on Atlas. That was really good. But I would like to see him in a program and win it. Yeah, down the track. Um, but, yeah. Um, this could be, could be the greatest match in NXT history. It could also be one of the worst. You've got four worthy, high-quality, high-caliber talent a very interesting stipulation i think it's only been done once before maybe in ring of honor potentially um going to be given plenty of time 60 minutes is plenty of time this could be best match in nxt history but it could be the worst match in this match could be the best match ever but it could also be a massive, massive shit fest. This could legitimately be a match that goes 60 minutes and you feel every second 60 minutes. But this could also be a match that goes 60 minutes that you feel 20. Because it's that bloody good. That's what, that's what we're hoping for. If you go back and look at some of the some of the matches that have gone 60 minutes. Michaels versus Bret Hart. To me, that felt like it went 60 minutes, but it only had one fall. Still a really technically good match, but one fall. 
to 60. So it's in over. But people still see that as one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. Some people got it in the top 10 of all matches of all time. Um, you know, Okada and Omega, they went 60 plus minutes twice. The first one, first time, no falls. Granted, you didn't know it was going 60 minutes, but they 60 minutes and it kept you captivated, kept you absolutely riveted. Second time, you knew, you knew they were going to go 60, more than 60, two out of three falls match. But still, it went 60 plus and widely recognized as the greatest match ever because it kept you captivated. You had to watch. You couldn't take your eyes off the action at any point. Uh, Samoa Joe CM Punk in Ring of Honor all these years went 60 minutes. Again, you didn't know they were going to go 60 minutes, but they did. And it was riveting, it was captivating, it was exciting. Just good, really good to watch. Um, uh, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle on SmackDown all those years ago. Another really good Iron Man. Didn't feel like it went 60 minutes. Two guys on the roster now for the WWE. One on Raw, one on SmackDown. Amazing Iron Man for Lucha Underground. Prince Puma vs. Johnny Mundo. Ricochet vs. John Morrison. Absolutely amazing. Probably too many falls for mine, being 5-4, but still a really, really high-quality match. Then, you know, Triple H and The Rock, Judgment Day 2000. So that ended up 6-5. But that ended up being massive clusterfuck. But... The common denominator throughout all of those matches that I listed was the caliber of talent in the match. It was all second to none. But if you've got the talent, these four guys have got the talent. They are capable. The match could be any. Vince gets his little mm, all over it. Could be an overbooked shit show. But if Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Matt Bloom let the four guys go out there and do what they're capable of doing, then this match, the greatest match in NXT history, it may never be surpassed. But only time will tell what they're allowed to do. Yeah, I personally think Balor, Finn Balor, is going to win. I think he's the right man for right now. The weird sort of time that they're in in NXT, they um are still running out of full sale with the the performance in a crowd is a little weird I think aesthetically they would have a better show running out of the Thunderdome but that's just me personally from an aesthetics point of view um, but I think Bella is the man for now um, 
how they book the match in regards to number of falls, so on and so forth. I've got no idea. Really got no idea. I just hope they don't overbook it. I just don't want to see, you know, all four men on four falls going into the last five minutes. To me, that's too many. Now, I'd be happy if this match went 57 minutes without a fall. Someone gets a fall at about the 58-minute mark, and the last two minutes is just a mad scramble. I'd be happy with that. I would be happy with that. But time will tell. As I said, this match has the potential to be the best in NXT history. It could has the potential to be a match of the year. But it's all about how it's booked and what they're allowed to do. They've got time, plenty of time. They can, you know, can fight on the roof if they want. Who knows? But it will be interesting. We'll probably see a DQ here or a count out there or blah, blah, blah. Because, yeah, I don't know. Probably don't want too many guys taking too many falls with four you've got. We'll wait and see. Really, really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to breaking it down, analyzing it, and giving my thoughts on it later in the week when I do my weekly rundown. Um, I haven't been this excited for a main roster match for a long time. Um, couldn't even tell you the last time I was excited for a title match. Whether it was pay-per-view, otherwise, for a long time. Probably a card or a mega, two out of three balls. Oh, excuse me. It was probably the last time I was this excited for a title match. But, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, I've got the day off work. The, the the child's gone going to his grandmother's, so I'll be able to watch it in peace. Happy days, happy days. Um, but yeah, as I said, I think Finn gets gets the dub here. Um, for the, as I said, I think he's right for right now. But I also think them being on uh, a Tuesday. Night unopposed, Finn Balor, having been at WrestleMania before, brings in a, the potential casual viewer. He's he's known to the world. Um, he's not Adam Cole, Indy Darling. He's not Johnny Gargano, Mister Takeover. He's not Tommaso Ciampa. He's Finn Balor. Everyone knows who Finn Balor is. He's been at WrestleMania before. He's been exposed before on the main roster, being Universal Champion on the main roster. Everyone knows Finn Balor. So for the casual viewer, he's the most marketable. But that's why I think they go with him at the moment. But anything is possible. It is definitely, definitely an interesting one. But we don't have to wait long. It's only a few more hours and we'll know. Um, but yeah, it'll be happy days. Um, as I said, all four guys, doesn't really matter who they go with. Um, all four guys are, are worthy of being champions. So I'd be happy with either. But I think Finn wins. And that's fine. As I said, I'm not a huge Finn fan, but 
he's very good at what he does. So I'd be happy with him to win. But um, yeah. Uh, but that's my NXT title look and how I think it will sort of go down and why I think it'll be what it'll be. Um, as I said, every now and again, I'll throw out these sort of smaller sort of videos, whether I do sort of these sort of previews or a bit of a retro review, because as I said the other day, <clears throat> I'm doing uh, a rewatch from when I first started watching, which was in 98. I just started watching around Survivor Series, and like, Survivor Series 98 was my first pay-per-view, so on my rewatch, I went back to the Raw after Judgment Day 98, when they had no champion, and I've watched all the way through. Currently, just finished Fully Loaded 99, um, which had a very overbooked main event. Austin defeated Taker, First Blood, blah, blah, blah. So I'll occasionally throw out a retro review when I get up to something that I think's pretty good um or i'll randomly pick stuff and i'll review it um as i move forward and i get used to you know the software and everything i'm using and get used to all this myself get comfortable um i'll start bringing guests on um and and things like that and then yeah, as time goes on we'll just sort of grow it and see how we go and play it by ear but yeah this is all in all, this is my space to to tell people what I think and what I or what my thoughts are on the product as a whole. Um, this is my safe space, and as I said the other day, this is my way of saying things my way. But you get the tone and the and the the visuals of the facial expressions and all that sort of stuff that you don't get from a text or a tweet or just reading text in general yeah um i just want to give a shout out to the guys at bodyslam.net there's doing some really good stuff over there you got cassidy who's the owner and then you got chris the lead editor chris is a mate of mine um yeah they're, they're trying to really grow the site and they believe in what they're doing um both guys are trying to make their way trying to make that a, f a living um so they're putting in the work which is something you, you have to um you have to you have to give props to them for doing that um and they do they do a they do preview and live coverage of all the main shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, um, or, and pay-per-views as well, all that sort of stuff. Um, their live coverage and previews are top-notch. Uh, so yeah, they're growing. They're growing like I am. They're growing, um, but they are doing some really good work. So I wanted to get their plug out there. I wanted to give them a shout-out. Give, give, give them a chance if you... If you can't watch one of the shows, definitely, definitely drop in on their live coverage. It's uh, it's really good. You know, Dave does Raw and SmackDown. He's amazing at what he does. You got Chat does Impact. Um, he's really good at what he does as well. So, yeah, don't don't be shy. Give him a shout. Um, give him a look. Um, yeah. As as I said, they're like me. They're just trying to make their way and uh, 
yeah, we just all got to help each other out and lift each other up when we're all a bit down. So that's what this industry should be all about, and hopefully we can make it that way. There's too much, too many negative people getting too much oxygen in this in this industry. I'm not going to mention any names. People know who I'm talking about. Certain people with certain shows that basically have fucking coronary heart attacks every time something doesn't go their way. Um, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I'll be back later in the week with my weekly roundup thing that I will be doing, um, which will be a lot longer than this one. Um, but yeah, that's my look at the uh, NXT title match that's coming up later tonight. Um, yeah, I will see you later in the week. Ciao.